Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Welcome to Killer Influence Weapons of Social Seduction, the Influence and Charisma webinar. My name is David Snyder, and today we're going to be covering some of the most powerful secrets of human influence that are also the simplest. Now, today's webinar is, once again, um, it's a little bit of a different format than a lot of people are used to in that it's really kind of like, what do you want to learn today? We're going to talk. We're going to teach you as much as we can. We're going to talk about the offer or the great opportunities we have for training and information uh, coming up this year. And then after we're done presenting that, we're going to come back and we're going to actually teach you more stuff. We're going to stay on and we're going to actually take questions and we're going to, we're going to you know, maybe troubleshoot some stuff. I can't promise to get to everybody's question. I can't promise to answer every single thing. But my commitment to you in the time that we have together is that I will take, if this is the scope of everything there is to learn, we have time for about this. Even on an extended webinar, we have time for about this. And so my commitment to you is I will take you as far as I can in the time that we have. And I will point you in the direction of where to go for more. Is that fair? Just type in the chat if, if you think that's a good, a good, a good exchange. And you know what? Because of the, the trouble that we had on the webinar, I may, I may just throw in a couple extra bonuses at the end of the webinar just for you guys. Would that be okay? Okay, cool. Why is somebody typing weird things in my chat? But that's okay. Okay, so let me go ahead and share my screen. And I'm going to go ahead and get out of, um, no, it doesn't matter right now. I'm going to go ahead and get back to this screen here. Okay, so going back to this, uh, once again, who is Dr. David Snyder? Why should I care? First and foremost, I have a doctorate in Oriental Medicine. I have a doctor of acupuncture in Chinese medicine from Pacific College of Oriental Medicine. I have a clinic in Solana Beach, where I've been uh, running, which I've been running since 2005, where my my specialty and my focus is treating physiological illness that is the result of repressed emotion. And so, while some people come in and they, uh, some people get certified in NLP or hypnotherapy, and they treat weight loss, or they treat nail biting, and they treat smoke cessation, most of what I do is based around. Uh, traumatic issues or chronic or terminal illness. So we spend a lot of time dealing with emotionally based physiological illness. It's a very exciting, very um, uh, powerful experience. And, it, and in the, the amount of change that we've been able to get with our clients has been nothing short of miraculous. Um, and I spend a lot of time teaching and training other people to do that level of work as well. Um, I may have to start. Uh, hold on a second while I meet everybody. Okay, cool. So uh, in addition to the doctorate in oriental medicine, I'm a licensed acupuncturist here in the state of California. Uh, this year, in the last three years, I was named in the top two NLP trainers by globalgurus.org for the last two years, or three years. This year, we were, we, we were moved to the number one slot, and uh, we've authored over, I've authored over 15 different products and various forms of human influence, everything from conversational hypnosis to hypnotherapy to advanced sales and marketing trainings to even nonverbal uh, influence is, is a course that we've been, we actually teach and, and how to read body language and things of that nature. This year... Uh, our killer influence, our flagship uh, 
approach to covert hypnosis or covert human influence, was named the number one best program in the world of NLP by my peers and by globalgurus.com or .org. And uh, as you can see, oops, sorry here. As you can see here, here's a little uh, screenshot of uh, Global, Global Guru's page. And you see that uh, Killer Influence is ranked number one. So you're in a good place. Um, I'm also hold a 10th degree black belt in the martial arts, uh, specifically in Okinawan karate. I have a fourth degree black belt in Shaolin Kun Tao. I have a second degree black belt in Kosho Kempo, and a first degree black belt in Small Circle. I hold combat or certified instructor trainings in Combat Sistema, Cinco Mano Escrima, and Modern Arnis. And I didn't even bother to list my energy healing credentials because I have more of those than McDonald's sells hamburgers. Uh, but people might often ask, if they can see me go through this laundry list, they say, well, what the heck does all this have to do with hypnotic language or human influence? And the secret and the, and the truth is they all have one thing in common, and that word is pattern recognition. Pattern recognition. Human beings do everything human beings do involves some form of a pattern, some form of understanding. You can, and if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. You can realize that everything human beings do follows a formula. It follows a process. And once you understand those patterns, once you know how to listen for them, once you know how to see them, how to behave in them, how, how humans use these patterns to think, working and, and helping other human beings to understand and connect and trust one another becomes a very, very simple Process. Now I know that's a, that's a big that's a big statement, but if you bear with me throughout the course of this webinar, I'm going to show you some very very powerful, very very uh, easy things to do. In fact, when you, when I when I teach them to you, you're probably not going to believe them. Um, you're going to be saying that that that's too simple, it's too obvious, it can't be that easy. My challenge to you is, you don't have to believe anything I say. Just go out and do it and watch what happens. Just go out and do it and watch what happens. So. Um, but like I said before, and if you stayed till the end, you're going to, we're going to give you some opportunities. We're going to show you where to go next. Like I said, I'm going to take you as far as I can. And then once we get to the end of the webinar, I'm going to point you in a direction of where to take the next step. If that's something you want to do. And for me, for me, my biggest question for you is what do you want to learn about today? I have a set set of techniques and, and processes that I'm going to share with you that are consistent, that are proven, that work in every single context, but I don't know yet how to direct that for you. I want to know, what do you want to learn today? What is the biggest question? If you came away with nothing else from this webinar but the answer to this one question, what would that question be? What would that question be? Go ahead and type that in the chat while I change, while I change back to my, my regular screen view, and we'll go from there. Uh, how do I stop sharing screen? Oh, nope. Hold on a second. Um, pause screen. No, stop screen share. There we go. Okay. So let me see what we got here. I'm going to go ahead and read some of these. State control. That can feel awesomely good all the time. Hit record. Um, I think my record is actually going. I think it might, I think I might set to start recording automatically. So can I use this stuff to trade the markets or potty train my son? Yes, you can. Uh, eliminating hesitation and trusting myself. Yes, you can do that. How to elicit strong emotions for anchoring and then influence. How to influence, uh, convert friend to lover. How to influence, the, how to influence that isn't obvious. What techniques are more powerful than pacing and leading? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, eliminating procrastination, controlling your state. Okay, I think what we're going to start talking about is, is controlling state. 
And to me, guys, state control is, in fact, the most powerful hypnotic influence tool that exists. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me show you a diagram, and this will help to explain. See, in, in the CPI system and the killer influence system that we teach, both the CPI system and the killer influence system start at the same place. They start understanding the, what we call the universal persuasion protocol. Thank you, guys. All right. We start with the universal persuasion protocol. So let me share that with you. I'm going to go. Through, I can't I don't have time in this webinar to go through every single stage and every single technique in that universal persuasion protocol. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start. I'm going to talk about the CPI model. I'll explain what how that how that works with killer influence, how it works with the CPI system. And then I'm going to show you how it relates to the idea of why we call why we consider it such a, a superpower. In fact, we have some people. Uh, on the webinar today who have actually taken what I've taught them and gone to whole new levels in their career utilizing the idea of state control. So let's talk about that real quick. Okay, let me go back and find my, my next PowerPoint. Okay. I'm, just, I'm not going to bother doing slideshow presentation because it's just easier for me to move back and forth. So I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Can you see the screen okay? Hold on a second. Where's my chat? Can you see the screen? Okay. What you're seeing here is what we call the universal persuasion protocol. Starting at the very top, you have state control, rapport, language patterns, state management, process, criteria, and values. This is a six-stage process that once you understand it, will allow you, <clears throat> will allow you to exert influence anytime, anywhere, for any reason. But you have to follow the sequence. And the sequence is control your state. Write this down, guys. Control your state. Get rapport. Use your language. Use those three to manage the state of your subject or your target. Oh, jump into any process that they're using to make it to make the decision you want them to make and emotionally link it to their criteria and values. Emotional criteria and values are the single most powerful driving force in human beings outside outside of their primal drives, their their desire for food or shelter or whatever. In fact, they're very, very intimately linked with those primal drives. So anytime you tap people in their emotional criteria and values, Hold on a second. Let me see if I can annotate this. Anytime you can link to somebody's criteria and values, they will tend to do what you want them to do by default. Because simply following that, following those innate drives, um, inspires them or, or motivates them to take the actions you want them to take. But before you enter any persuasion interaction, there's one thing that all good persuaders understand: is you have to know what it is you want. You have to know your outcome. You have to know when you're getting what you're getting. You have to have benchmarks. Now, if you think of persuasion, hold on a second. Let me let me pause this. If you think of persuasion as a C, this is what I tell my CPI students. If you think of persuasion like like a very turbulent, stormy sea, and the winds are blowing you one way. 
and the waves are blowing you another way. But if off in the distance you can see a lighthouse, and as long as, you know, no matter where the winds take you or the currents move you or the waves throw you, as long as you can see that, white, that lighthouse, you can course correct and get back to where you want to be. That's what knowing your outcome is for. Because if you don't know where you want to go, you can get swept away in the ocean of influence, the ocean of interaction between human beings and get, be, be taken far, far away from your outcome. But if you know what that outcome is, you can always find your way back. Because conversations, if you've ever been in a conversation with another human being, you know that conversations take very interesting directions organically. Do they not? Yes or yes? Okay. Um, how do you, yeah, yeah, yes, very much. Okay. So when we talk about state control, when we talk about state control, I said state control in our, in our world is the ability to enter or exit any psycho-emotional state at will at any time. Now, there's two ways that you control your emotional state. The first one is through your body. The second one is through your willpower or your, your, your ability to think. Now, in our culture, we've been brainwashed into thinking that, our, that we can dominate our emotional state through our mind. That is theoretically correct. It's theoretically correct. Functionally, though, it's the opposite. Functionally, unless you are a, a, a master adept yogi, a highly trained special forces operative, an Olympic level athlete, uh, a, a highly trained first responder. If you are not in one of those those levels, in most cases, your physiology is going to dominate your psychology. Your physiology is going to overwrite your mental state and it will force your neurology, the way you, you hear and smell and perceive the world, to change. And it'll change spontaneously. And it doesn't matter how much willpower you have. If you're not trained to deal with highly fluid emotional states, the environment will overwhelm you. Now, the fastest way to control your emotional state is through your posture and your breathing. Your posture and your breathing. Now, we're going to play with that right now. I want everybody to stand up. Now, because I'm on Zoom, I can see your butts, so I know who's not. Right? And I want to, and by the way, I can switch to gallery view, so if I see anybody who doesn't have their camera on, I'm going to be very put out. <laughs> Turn your cameras on so I can see you. It's Brady Bunch time, guys. Right? <clears throat> cool. All right. So, first thing I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Let that breath out with a sigh. Deeper and deeper with every breath and every beat of your heart. I just want you to relax and let go. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to fly back on the wings of time to a time in your life when you felt the most amazing, thrilling, fulfilling, satisfying pleasure ever. Now, I'm not the pleasure police. I don't care what you were doing, who you were with, what substances were involved, how many laws you broke, how many state lines you crossed. I don't care. All I care about 
is that when you see that, when you remember that amazing event, when you see what you see and you hear what you hear and you smell and you taste what you smell and you taste, there is an amazing, awesome feeling that you get. And there's a place in your body where those feelings start, where they grow and where they spread from. I want you to go ahead and point to where you feel that. Notice there's a color connected to those feelings. Whatever that color is for you, imagine a big ball of that energy floating above your head. Notice how the feelings in your body shift and change as with every breath you take and every beat of your heart, that ball of energy begins to grow, begins to expand, begins to fill the entire room from floor to ceiling, from wall to wall and all points in between. Notice how it wraps itself around you like an amazing blanket of pleasure, a cocoon, a shield, a suit of armor, insulating you, protecting you from all less than pleasurable experiences, real or imagined, while at the same time flooding your mind flooding your body, flooding your spirit with everything it most wants, everything it most needs in an infinite, ever-expanding and unlimited supply. And when you know you've got that, I want you to breathe that amazing pleasure color through your entire being. Let it fill you up like water fills up a bottle, like fluid fills up a test tube, like hot air or helium fills up a balloon. Anchor it in so fully so completely no force in the universe can turn it off or take it away, not even you. And when you know you've got that, test it. Try to turn it off. Try to take it away and notice what happens instead. What do you guys notice? Oh, Zoom's only allowing, oh man, there's going to be some very upset people. <laughs> Zoom only allows 100 listeners. Oh well. We'll make sure they get the replay. Type in the chat room, what did you notice when you tried to turn off that good feeling? Just type it in there. Can't turn it off? Oh shit, you mean you're stuck feeling good now? Oh darn it. <laughs> okay, that's the first piece. That's the first piece. So now that we've got good feelings in our body, now here's, here's a, that was a really quick and easy way to generate a state that people are gonna wanna be around. But we did, and we, and we did it using our mind and our body together. Now what we're going to do is I want you to stand up straight once again. I want you to remember a time in your life when you saw something you wanted, I mean really, really wanted, and you decided you were going to get it no matter what, and you made a plan, and you put that plan into operation, and whatever obstacles came up, you went over, around, through it, no matter what, you just went for it. And you got it. You nailed it. Home run. Touchdown. Big win. I just I want you to remember that moment of victory, that moment when you realized you got it. And I want you to stand exactly the way you're standing. I want you to breathe exactly the way you were breathing in that moment. And when you've got that, yes, I want you to stand that way. And I want you to hold it without changing anything about changing a single thing about the way you're standing, about the way you're breathing. As an act of will, try to feel bad. Notice what happens, or in this case, doesn't happen. You can't. Very cool. Now, shake it off. <laughs> All right, cool. Now we're going to do something a little bit different little bit different, but we have to do both sides of this equation so you understand exactly the principle I'm trying to get to you, okay? 
I'm going to give you guys an extra bonus on state control when we're done with this, but you need this part first. So first and foremost, I want you to close your eyes. Remember a time in your life when you saw something you wanted and you decided on a, you know, on a, on a lust factor of zero to 10, it was like a 27. And you, you, you made a plan, you went for it. And for whatever reason, whatever reason, at that last moment, something happened and it didn't manifest. You didn't get it. You lost. I want you to remember that moment when you realized it wasn't going to happen. And I want you to stand the way you were standing in that moment. I want you to breathe the way you were breathing in that moment. Let those feelings come back. And when you know you've got it, we're not going to stay here very long, but when you know you've got that, without changing your posture, without changing your breathing, as an act of will, try to feel good. Just, and notice what happens or doesn't happen. We're only going to stay here for a few seconds. And then what I want you to do is I want you to summon up your willpower. I want you to hold on to that negative feeling. As you hold on to that negative feeling with just your willpower, I want you to shift your body back to that winning posture and notice what happens. And then when you realize, when you realize what happens, just stop, stop trying to hold on to that, uh, that negative feeling that all the good feelings come flooding back and then type in the chat or, um, I can pick on selected people, but just type in the chat, what did you notice? What happened or what didn't happen? Feel great again? Could you hold on to the negative state when your, when your body went back? Bad feelings went away? Posture triumphs well? Yes. That's probably the best one ever. This is, this is the most important thing that I can teach you today. If, you know, I'm going to teach you a lot of other stuff and it doesn't see, it seems at first, it seems like a parlor trick, but there's a much deeper principle going on here. Your body has emotions and states wired into it. And every time you change your, the, the posture and breathing, your feelings change automatically. Amy Cuddy did some great research on this. Some of you are familiar with her work. Have you, how many of you have heard of power poses? Okay, excellent. Now, what you're learning, actually, what I'm teaching you right now is actually more advanced than what Amy's research did. I've been teaching this since 2005. This is way before the research came out. But she did the actual scientific research. We did the field work where we went out into the world and we actually applied this stuff to see what would happen. So we've known for a long time that physiology is more powerful than your willpower in the vast majority of cases. So if you're a normal human being like me, a lot of years doing yoga or, you know, uh, special forces training or spend my, you know, 20 years in a cave or on a mountaintop somewhere in every single incidence, your body, your body posture and your breathing are going to dictate your emotional state. Now, why is that important? Because you know, how many of you noticed, how many of you noticed that when you were, um, tr when you were in that negative state or the, actually We'll just go, when you were in that positive state and you tried to feel bad, what did your body want to do? What did your body, I want to see, you know, I, I'm someone, if you've had this training before, don't answer. Let the people, this is your first time, let them answer. Okay. It didn't want to change. Deep breath. 
How many of you notice when you're in that positive state, whatever, or positive physiology, whatever it was, and you, you tried to feel bad, your body wanted to change. Your body wanted to move a little bit. And you had to actually uh, force it to keep it, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So here's, this is why this is so important. Your body has a finite amount of willpower, and it's based on two elements. It's based on the amount of blood sugar in your system and the amount of sleep that you've had. And the, you, you go through that fuel more when you have to control and manage intense emotional states. Okay? The, the inverse of that is this. It takes, the, it, it takes a minimum amount of willpower to remember to keep your posture straight. You just have to have the situational awareness to do it. So if you get overwhelmed by the environment or by a, the situation that you're in, your conscious mind is going to check out. You are going to lose the ability to access your higher, your higher faculties. But if you understand physiology and you realize that you're in a, and you, you come to the realization that you're in a less than resourceful state, all you have to do to break that downward spiral is change your posture and change your breathing and hold it for as little as two minutes. Yes, Alan, it's why you feel exhausted after an argument. It zaps your blood sugar, okay? All you have to do is change your posture, change your breathing, and within two minutes or less, you, two minutes is right around the window. Within two minutes, that state will change. As it starts to change, you will regain access to your ability to control your state. So unless somebody physically ties you up, you always have the ability to change your posture and change your breathing. And as long as you can do that, you can gain, you can recover from any emotional attack. Or, and, and that can be, you know, the environment, it can be an argument, it can be somebody just coming out of nowhere and surprising you. You have that ability to recover, okay? So when we teach state control, and we teach it in CPI, and we teach it in killer influence, CPI and killer influence both start from the same place. This idea of state control, rapport, specific language patterns, jumping into a person's process, uh, linking it to their emotional hot buttons, but they go, then they go in very different directions. Your CPI systems, which we'll talk about at the end of the webinar, the CPI systems goes off into the realm of language. It gets deeper and deeper and deeper into linguistic techniques. So if, you're, if, if what you do is very linguistically dependent, then the advanced courses in CPI will help to flesh out all of those things. Killer influence goes into what we call the realm of hypnotic operators. Hypnotic operators may or may not be verbal in, or, or linguistically based. So you'll, talk, you'll start with that same linguistics foundation, and then you'll learn about uh, how to control your state even more fully, how to transfer that state to other people, um, how to use that connection that you build to, to kind of get a snapshot of what's going on with them emotionally and project emotions to them. You're going to learn how to manage the spatial relationships around people that allow you just by standing in a certain position relative to their, their spine, their neurology will process you differently. I'll give you a real quick one. If you stand, if somebody's right-handed and you stand on their right side, they'll tend to regard you more favorably than if you stand on their left side. If you stand just below eye level to somebody, they will actually feel safer around you than if you're at eye level or taller. 
So there's a lot of tactical things that you can do to manage the spatial relationships around you that bypass the critical faculties of the person that you're in. And so if you're in any kind of negotiation or counseling, um, this idea of proxemics, of, of managing or modulating the spatial relationships is critical because if I come in and I come in below eye level and I'm talking to you and I'm, you're actually at a higher position to me, you no longer view me as a threat because it gives you the dominant or power position, which means your defenses go down. And as I continue to talk to you, you start to feel more comfortable. More, and, and as you're looking at me, that comfort gets linked to me. And as I start to talk more and more and more about the things that are important to you, you start to have emotional feelings and you start to link those things to me. And then what I can do as I continue to speak is I can just slowly stand up or, or raise my eye level. And all of a sudden now I've changed the dynamic to now you view me as the authority in your world and you trust me. And that's all nonverbal. So, there's, so the killer influence is that study. It's the study of social hypnotic operators, proxemic hypnotic operators, where to sit or stand at a negotiation table. It gives you the greatest level of authority. So they start in the same place. They go different directions. And they all start with this idea that your physiology controls your psychology. Now, here's the thing you need to understand about physiology. There's no top level to this. Okay, you have this thing in your body called mirror neurons. How many people have heard of mirror neurons? Go ahead and, okay, cool, cool. So if you've heard of mirror neurons, then you understand that anything you see me do, anything I say, any intention that I have, your mirror neurons are already picking it up and reflecting it like a mirror reflects information, right? Uh, the book that you might want to reference for that is called uh, Mirroring People. Mirroring People. That's by uh, Marco Iacoboni. You have a proprioceptive nervous system that monitors spatial relationships. So depending on where I am in relation to you, it'll change how you think about me. Um, it's going somewhere with this. Oh, so yeah. So your, your neurology is basically whatever I'm coming at, whatever I'm presenting to you, your neurology is literally processing it as if you're doing it. So think about this. If that's true, and we know that's true based on the neuroscience, if I can link my neurology with you, even if I can't, but if I'm in an interaction with you where I have your attention, and I start to generate body feelings in myself, think about this for a minute. If, I'm, if I start to generate body feelings in myself, what does your neurology start to do? Go ahead and type that in the chat. What does your neurology start to do? It picks up. It does the same thing. So if I'm talking to you and I'm generating feelings of comfort, of trust, of sincerity, of, of attractiveness, as I'm talking to you, and I'm doing it congruently from the physiology up, not the neocortex down, what is your neurology going to start to do? You're right. Exactly. Now, here's, here's where this gets cool. When I first learned about this, I was like, oh, that's really interesting, but how do I use it? How many people have ever heard of a show called uh, Lie to Me? or Dr. Paul Ekman, or both. Very cool. Yeah, you guys are getting this. Excellent. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Dr. Ekman, in his book, um, where is that? I don't, uh, it's back here somewhere. In his book called Emotions Revealed, Dr. Ekman talks about a behavior he named the emotional refractory period. Now, the emotional refractory period can also be is analogous to uh, what some people call the reticular activating system in the brain. 
It doesn't really help us. It doesn't tell us what it does. Here's what it does. The emotional refractory period is a perceptual change. In other words, you have filters to your neurology. You have an, uh, a pecking order of what you pay attention to first, second, third, or fourth in the, in the universe around you. You follow me so far? I'm going to give you some examples in a minute. When you go through an, a physiological or emotional state change, that order of what you pay attention to changes. So think about it this way. If you're in a room, well, here, let me give you some examples. How many of you, I'm going to go back to Brady Bunch View. That's what I call gallery view, by the way. I call this, I call this the Brady Bunch View because every time I watch it, I imagine, here's a story of a man named Brady, right? Anyway, so think about this for a minute. How many of you have ever been in an argument? Just raise your hands. I can see you if, you, if you've got your, all right? So maybe you've been in an argument with a man or a woman or whatever. He said, she said, you're going back and forth, whatever it is. And then you finally resolve the argument. And then for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, even an, up to an hour later, anything you say pisses them off again. Has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, you, the rest of you are lying, right? No, okay. Welcome to the wonderful world of the emotional refractory period. You see, every time you go through an emotional state change, that becomes the new normal. For a brief time, it becomes the new normal in your nervous system. And that, that refractory mechanism wants to keep you normal. And so what it does, without your conscious permission, without your conscious consent, it tweaks what you pay attention to first. So if you're in a good mood and you walk into a room where a fight's just happened, you know, maybe, maybe there's like, that's, let me go back. Let me, let me just diagram this for you. This will probably make it, it's my, sometimes this makes it easier. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, let me use the whiteboard for this. So let's say, for example, that you walk into a room. Can you all see my screen okay? Let me see if I can put my chat up so I can see you guys. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. So you walk into a room. Get that out of the way. And there are 10 units of information in that room. Eight of them are positive. Two of them are negative. If I come into that room in a positive mood, now remember, there's only 10 units of information in this room. There's only 10. Eight are positive eight, and two are negative. If I come into that room in a positive state, what do you think I'm going to pay attention to first? Go ahead and type it in the chat. I'll wait. Exactly. If I come into that room, same information, same ratio. If I come into that room in a negative state, If I come into that room in a negative state, what am I going to pay attention to? It's almost intuitive, isn't it? Right. What, what's the only thing that changed? My state. Because the information in the room hasn't changed. But the, the priority, let me put this back. But the priority that my neurology gives it the order of what I pay attention to first, the thing that, that actually I gravitate to the most is what is ever is in harmony with the state I'm in. So if you think about it, if you can get 
control of your state. And then you can synchronize, connect with another person's neurology that you have rapport. And by the way, rapport can't not happen. Um, if we have time, maybe I'll show you a quick video, but um, we're kind of, again, we got a late start, so I apologize. But are you guys with me so far? You guys with me so far? Cool. All right. So <clears throat> if I can connect with another human being and I know, and, and in such a way that I know I've got the connection and there's a feeling that the, that a person gets when they've got kinesthetic rapport, the heart math, the people at heartmath.org have done a huge amount of, uh, of research on this connection process. So uh, if you, if you go to heartmath.org, they have a free ebook that you can download. It's a free ebook. Download the ebook, go right to chapter six, cut it out and just read it. It's all about how the heart synchronized between two people or sometimes one person's brain synchronizes with another person's heart. It's all mediated by the emotional energy or the, the electromagnetic energy that's put out by the heart. And that heart wave, as they call it, has emotional energy embedded within it, emotional information embedded within it that other people pick up on. So if I connect with somebody, and that's what the rapport level in, uh, in Killer Influence and CPI is, is we're going to teach you exactly the mechanics of how to do this. And it's not like NLP. We don't do it the way NLP does. We do it in a very, very easy, natural way that creates a very powerful, organic connection between people. And we teach you how to sense when you've got it, and, what to, and then we teach you how to build on it. So what, what happens is you've got control of your state. You've linked with another human being in a way that you know that their neurology is mirroring whatever you're doing. You change your emotional state, then their state changes too, yes or yes. But here's the thing, they don't know it. See, they don't, they don't feel like you did anything to them because their state changes from the inside out. It's almost like, you know how sometimes you, you have an upgrade to your, your, um, your operating system, and rather than going in and having to delete all of your, your apps, it just, it just loads itself around the apps? You guys know what I'm talking about? You ever had that happen? Where your software, it doesn't, you don't have to go in and delete all the things you did. It just uploads around it. That's kind of what happens with your neurology. When that information reaches your system and your state starts to change from the inside out, those perceptual filters that we just talked about, they flip automatically so that the person you're talking to is automatically predisposed to listening to you in the way that's in harmony with the states you're both in. And so literally, if you get this piece right, you can say all the wrong things and still have a high chance of getting people to go along with you. They will give you the benefit of the doubt. And then we just make it stronger. <clears throat> okay. There's, there's no 100% of anything in, uh, in persuasion. We all know this. Anybody who's ever tried in persuasion class knows there's been times when it should work. Even in the martial arts, there's no 100% techniques. But we can't, we, we can't spend time focusing on the exceptions to the rule. We have to focus on what is true most of the time. If you had a technique that worked exactly the way it's supposed to, nine out of every 10 times you used it, would you use it? What if you could make, what if you could take that nine out of 10 times and make it percentage by percentage closer and closer to 10? 
because that's where you're going. But the secret starts with learning how to control your own emotional state. The easiest way to change another human being's state is to change yours first. To change yours first. The fastest way to change your state is not through your willpower. It's through your body. It's through your body. Okay? So I'm going to share some things with you that I only usually share with my killer influence and my CPI students. These are what we call metaframes. These are body language or body posture configurations that generate an, um, a feeling to them in the other person and in yourself. So I'm going to give you a choice. We don't have time. We don't have time for all of them, but I'm going to give you the choice. You can learn how to be a master and commander. You can learn how to be a rock star, or you can learn how to be, how to make people like and trust you and believe you're, you're completely authentic and trustworthy. Which one would you like to play with? Go ahead and type it in the chat. That's the one rock star and lots of like and trust. Very good. Excellent. So here's how it works. I may have to take my vest off to do that. Would that be okay so you can see it? Okay. All right. The only reason I'm doing this is so you can see, see what my body's doing. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about physiology and why it's important. You know we have the red Levi's wear. <laughs> PG, please. Okay, fine. All right, I'll put this back on in a minute. But okay, so first and foremost, so look at my posture now. Okay. Now, if let me give you a little bit of, of, of fun of background first. So when we talk about people who are ethical, honest, um, have a lot of integrity, if you could think of body posture words that would describe them, what would they be? Go ahead and type it in the chat. Open, upright, excellent. It would be relaxed, attentive. Okay, let's let's. This is what we call these organ language. So, how many people are well? He's an upstanding guy. He's a straight shooter. He's a stand. Um, he's a stand-up guy, right? You see how we equate certain emotional or or uh, personality attributes to our physiology. It's because those postures are hardwired to those concepts. How do we describe people who are evil? Bent, twisted, crooked. Thank you, right? You could go to back, go back, don't believe me, go back to the old silent movie days and look at the caricatures of the villains. They're always bent over, they're always hunched, right? So you have these two polarities. You have, but, and, but, and did you know flirting has a body language? Did you know flirting has a posture? Yeah. And you, can, and you can use that posture to access a state of playful flirtatiousness. So let's put it this way. You never, you've never picked up um, like a Maxim magazine or a Playgirl magazine or whatever, whatever gender you're into. You've never opened up the centerfold and seen them going. Right? You never do it. You never see a politician going, how you doing? Right? There's a huge emphasis on posture because 
even though we abstractly know this, organically wired into you is this understanding that posture equals attribute. So when you see people who are very charismatic, they usually have really good posture. They usually have really good posture and they take up a lot of space. Those things are going to be important in a minute. But going back to flirting, flirting, you know, flirting has a posture. See, all I did, all I did was change the posture and you, but you, all you guys started smiling. I didn't say anything, right? And you're separated by an internet connection, right? Upright, upstanding, crooked, twisted, naughty, right? Naughty, playful, mischievous. So if you want to control your state, change your posture. Get it? Now in CPI and killer influence, we have like six or seven or eight different um, posture files that we go through that you have this big Batman utility belt of postures that you can practice. But for here, I don't have time. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a choice. So you guys want to know about trust, but let's say you're, let's say you got to go into a meeting. Let's say you've got to go into, um, maybe, you, maybe you're going out socializing, but you're a little uptight. Change your posture. Hold it for two minutes and go for it. Right. And as, you, as long as you remember to keep that posture, you'll stay in the state. So if we want to, if we want to generate trust and sincerity, the first thing we have to understand is that we're always coming from the heart. So if you can imagine a plexiglass screen right over your heart, like a little window. And when you talk to somebody and I'm doing, I'm not doing it yet. But, and, you, and when you talk to somebody, you talk as if you want to show them your heart. Hey, this is, this is, and I just want to show it to you. Or, and if you want to take it more advanced, imagine a little spotlight beaming that out to people and you just paint them with it. So this is open heart trust trigger. So we're here and now I'm back to normal. Now I don't know how well you can feel that through the, through the internet connection. There it is. I can be have my hands clasped. I can do my Jesus pose. But the idea is when I talk to you, I'm talking to you from my heart. I'm showing my heart to you. Now, it's not this. That's why I'm going to do this from a posture. It's not this. Ladies, it's not showing the world what, you, what God gave you. It's not that. Okay? It's not rolling back the shoulders like a military. I did a, I did a training for about 35 personal injury attorneys back in, uh, I think it was back in 2016, 2017. And I had a hell of a time getting them to do this because they all thought they were in the military. Right? That's different. I want to I show you my heart. See how it just opens that chest a little bit? And that's all it is. It's just opening and rolling it forward. It's not as enough. The shoulders are completely relaxed. So what I want you, I want you to stand up. I want you to go ahead and stand up. And I want you to just stand normal. And then I want you to just... Imagine there's this plexiglass screen here and you just want to talk, show some, show somebody your heart to say, you know, and notice how you start to feel and then go back to standing normal. Yeah. And now I'll show them your heart. Can you feel it? If you can feel it, tell me what you feel. Uh, in the chat. Just go ahead. Strangely open. Yeah. Yeah. This, 
This is the worst you'll ever be at it, by the way. Uh, this is really powerful stuff. If all you did was stand like that for 10, 20 minutes a day, two or three times a day, you'd have a very different life. You'd move through the world in a very different place. This signals openness, authenticity, trust, sincerity. And when you come from this place, people just trust you. They just feel like they have this connection and they don't know why they don't. And then honestly, most of the time they don't really care because there's people, are, especially now with this whole COVID crap going on and everybody being in such isolated uh, places, when you can connect, even through a video connection like this, you can feel when I, when I go into this, people are starving for this level of connection. And when you move through the world, giving people that, just by me, just by, by making eye contact and meeting you. Well, they'll move heaven and earth to get it again and again and again, because most of us are dramatically starved for that kind of connection. And as you move through the world, making everyone around you feel ridiculously good, they're going to do stuff for you. They're going to give you stuff. You understand? And you haven't even had to see, you haven't even had to say anything yet. That's where we start. You understand? That's where we start. That's one. That's one. We have ones for authority and um, dominance, which in, in a gentle way, we have ones that are more like rock stars where you go in and everybody flocks to you like moths to a flame and things like that. We don't have time for that here. But, um, but I wanted to talk to you about state control from a body perspective because this is the one that cooks the rice. This is the one that gets the vast majority of everything else done are there any of my students in the uh, in the chats or here who have used this stuff out in the field that can that want to speak to that or, or talk about it for a little bit or you know, are there any questions on it since we have a, a pretty good interface i can go ahead and take a few questions before we move on is this useful it works that says it works Alessia says yes 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 neil neil cowmetal i know neil yes cool excellent all right Excellent. Super useful. It does really work. Well. Okay, excellent. So we're all on the same, kind of on the same page, right? It is great for presenting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is one, if you are, if, if you make your living through any form of public speaking, not just coaching or consulting, but getting up on a stage and talking to hundreds of people, kind of like I'm doing now, right? Uh, this is an amazingly powerful tool to, to control your state, to put you in the right frame, to be the mentor, the guide, the, the teacher, the trusted advisor. And when you do that, regardless of whether you're actually delivering your service or, or in, encouraging people to take the next step by getting a product or a live event or whatever, you're going to come across as having their best interests at heart. You won't come across as someone who's trying to get them to buy something. You understand the difference? We call that the difference between selling psychology and offer psychology. When we present to people, our job isn't to sell them something. Our job is to find out authentic, authentically what they want and authentically determine if what, we, if what we have will give them, will give you what you want and then find a way to make sure that they recognize that fit. And if they want it, great. If they don't, well, that's okay too. But we've given them the offer. But when you've properly connected people, you've properly connected people to the things they emote that emotionally satisfy and fulfill them, they will ask you to buy. They will ask you for the date. They will ask to become your client. 
and 80-90% of the objections that you're going to deal with are going to go right out the window, completely out the window, okay? Because more often than not, the objections you get are based on the fact that you weren't presenting to what's emotionally driving them for that product or service. So it, it actually quite powerfully simplifies what uh, it simplifies the presentation process. And if you're coming from that sincere place and you can sincerely fulfill that and you show that to them, and that's what we'll cover next. If that's what you guys want to do, we'll talk about emotional bonding if you want, or we can go into hypnotic language. We don't have time for both. So I'm going to get, I'll let you guys decide where do you want to go? A lot of you are asking about state control. So I wanted to give you that. We also have a whole module on, on using your mind to control your state. We don't have a lot of time to do that on this webinar, but for those of you who come to killer influence, you guys want to bond. All right. Now here's the deal. <clears throat> I'm going to do this like a class. In other words, I'm going to teach you the process and then I'm going to break you up into groups and you're going to practice on each other. Would that be okay? All right. Unless you guys just want me to sit here, want me to sit here and lecture. It's your class. You tell me. Guys, one person says, I just want to lecture. <laughs> Okay. All right. Then I'll just, I'll just show you how to do it. Okay. <clears throat> um, so it's five sixteen now. When did we actually get on zoom? How long ago did we get on zoom? Well, one, oh shit. I'm sorry guys. You guys in the UK, God love you. Thank you for, for hanging out with us. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I told you I had an offer for you, right? I had a, a big package I put together if you, if you guys would give me 15 minutes or so, I'll I'd like to talk to you about that. And then I'll come back and I'll teach you the criteria and values process, the bond, the emotional bonding process. And for those of you who need to go to bed or whatever, then you can go to bed uh, or whatever. Is that okay? Yes or yes. Yeah. Type it in the chat. I need to know. Okay, cool. So thank you for your patience. I, and I, I do apologize for the, um, for the, you know, the, 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 the mishaps with the platforms and stuff like that. But I do appreciate y'all jumping on. So my, my, again, my promise is as soon as we're done with the, the, the offer, the, the package we've got, I'm going to circle back. We're going to, we're going to keep teaching. So, and we'll go on for a little while longer. And uh, hopefully you guys will feel like you got what you needed from this webinar. Okay. Is that okay? Okay, cool. I mean, you can jump to this. So I've got some really cool stuff for you guys. Okay, so let me go ahead and share my screen. So here's, got, here's what we've got going on. Now, for those of you, um, before I share my screen, let me just go ahead and say, for those of you who, who this is your first time, uh, one of the things that I, I get asked a lot about in my trainings is, because uh, if you've ever been to NLP Power, you've been to our website, you notice we have a, a huge amount of product in our trainings and, uh, and a lot of times it can be a little bit confusing because some people come into training, they wanna know about how to be a therapist. Some wanna know how to improve their love life. Some wanna just increase their ability to manage people and, and improve their sales. And they're often sometimes a little bit confused. So they'll come up to me at a training and go, David, I noticed that the price points on your, on your, on your, uh, your website for your, your products and your live events are very, very similar. And I'm kind of torn. I'm not sure if I should take this training or buy that video course. And without hesitation, without missing a beat, I tell them right up front, take the live event. 
Because at the live event, just like we're doing now, I can interact with you, I can observe you, I can give you feedback, I can install things directly for you, and you can work with other people and you can kind of connect and bond. So if you have to choose between coming to a live event or, or a video product, whenever possible, come to the live event first. Now, because of the whole pandemic thing, we're still doing live events, but we're doing them virtually. And so for every live event ticket that we offer, we haven't canceled any classes for 2020. We've just made them virtual. And when the pandemic is over, for every virtual class you attend, you're going to get a, bump, uh, a VIP ticket to attend the same class live and in person. So I'm just I'm saying that ahead of time so you understand that you're not stuck. Okay? Um, so that being said, let me just go ahead and jump into this. Uh, are you ready to take your skills even further? Well, of course you are. I just asked you that. So coming up in July, 15th through the 18th, or actually, um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we're offering our Killer Influence Secrets of Covert Hypnosis home study course. I believe this is the 20, I think this is the 2016 version. I could be wrong. It's valued at $1,297. Now, I talked a little bit about um, this particular program uh, at the beginning of the webinar where I kind of compared it between CPI and Killer Influence. And Killer Influence takes the same universal persuasion protocol that we've talked about, takes you through the rapport, the, the state control drills, the rapport drills, the hypnotic language patterns, linking, uh, linking that to manage people's states, jumping into their process and targeting and emotionally bonding to their criteria and values, teaching you that basic foundation. It's going to teach you embedded commands. It's going to teach you all kinds of other linguistic techniques that are very powerful and very useful. It'll take a little bit more finesse. And then it's going to take you into the realm of hypnotic operators. These are um, these are things, like I said before, like proxemic hypnotic operators, like how you can manage the spatial relationships between you and other people to influence them in a very direct way without ever being caught. Just by, you know, just standing, just by where you sit or stand at a, at a, uh, a meeting table can dramatically influence how much authority people perceive you as having. How you stand in terms of your posture, like you learned with the open heart trust trigger, can, ex can express more trust and authority and sincerity. You're going to get a very, very thorough training in exactly how to do that. You're going to learn how to control your state at will. You're going to learn the seven most powerful hypnotic language patterns that exist, patterns that allow you to instantly make anything you want, cause anything you want, patterns that allow you to make anything you want mean anything you want, patterns that force people's minds to pay attention to you in ways that um, they can't resist. Uh, you're going to learn how to make people's internal pictures be exactly what you want them to be with very, very little variation. And those are just four of the patterns that you'll be learning in the Killer Institute program. We're going to teach you also about social hypnotic operators. These are elements in the world like scarcity and reciprocity that culture has programmed into you to make you behave in a certain way. And if you understand those patterns of installation and behavior, you can use them to get people to want to do what you want them to do and feel good about it. There's also a, a program, in, uh, a module in there on face reading and cold reading, uh, specifically cold reading in this particular version, where you can learn how to actually gain tremendous influence over another human being by learning how to spot read their body language, their dress, um, subtle cues about that that make inferences that allow you to, to tell people about themselves, much the way a psychic tells you about yourself. And they, what happens is when you do that, people start to give you tremendous, tremendous authority in their world. And they just start to, uh, to just become hyper-suggestible to you. There's also one module in there we call Dirty Rotten Tricks, which is really more of the gray, hat, gray area types of uh, attraction and influence tactics that um, are very, very powerful. But they take a little bit of setup. 
and they have the the uh, potential to be misused. So if you if you if you do nothing else but learn those techniques for the sake of protecting yourself against them, it'll be worth well worth your time. The total package is I think it's like fourteen to I think it's seventeen videos, and it's a total value of one thousand two hundred ninety seven dollars. Uh, we're also going to throw in our speed attraction, rapid attraction secrets home study course. This takes our CPI system and, it, and killer influence materials and it focuses it directly into the fields of attraction, dating, and romance. Uh, in this, you'll learn the seven stages of mating, or body, or not when I say mating, I don't mean sex, I mean the body language phases that people go through that, that lets you know what, what, where you're at in the attraction process. Are you right at the very beginning where you're approaching? Are you, are, is she attracted? Is she actually attracted to you? And there are actually seven discrete body language phases that a person goes through from zero, from stranger to. In Thank you for listening to the unlimited influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call me at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer. 